Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. I'm your host, Melinda, joined by my co-host, Carmel, who's calling in. What's up, Carmel? Hello, hello. So this is our last episode of season two, our 40th episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and and being a part of our little We Need to Talk family. Uh, Before we get uh, going on our topic, I do want to wish all the mothers a happy Mother's Day. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Wonderful. Did you spoil your mom, Carmel? Of course. Okay. Started off breakfast. Made sure everything was nice and neat. Got her coffee together. She wanted to move the furniture around. Like for some reason, all black mothers love to do once a week. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I was literally just telling John yesterday I wanted to rearrange our living room. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What, you just had a kid and it just comes right. That that just happens now. You, that, I don't that know. Just, I just, just sparks up. I feel like moving the furniture around. I don't know what it is. You know what it is for me though. It's when I see on social media other people's homes. And I'm like, oh, okay. I like how they arrange that. Or, oh, I like the color of that. Or we need to get this. He hates when I go over to people's houses, which I clearly haven't been doing in a while. But he hates when I go over to other people's houses or if I look at like um, like interior design stuff on Instagram. Because I'm, I always immediately, I'm like, I want to change this. We need to fix this. We need to redo this. We need to turn this around. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. Uh, man, I, I, I guess. I mean, I kind of understand that. My mom's got just this innate DNA in her. It just... I think a lot of black moms, maybe that's how it starts. It starts off with going to other people's house, but then 30 years later, you just want to change it just because you woke up today. It's just, <laughs> that's just the thing to do. It just looks weird to you today. I think that's what it is, though. Like, I'll just, I'll be looking around different rooms. I'm like, mm. but I get kind of bored. I mean, in general, I like to change things up and have, like, a new, fresh look at certain things. So I think that's yeah. part of it. And that's part of it. So do you but help her I, rearrange? I, I, we, didn't, we didn't do it yet. I've kind of yep. talked her out of it. I love uh, it. Just motioned her, motioned her back into the living room. Just sit down. We're going to have some lunch. We, maybe we get to the, the couch. And- You're getting to it eventually. <laughs> well, John spoiled me. We, we had a great Mother's Day, and um, he made me brunch and uh, got me a really beautiful gift. He got me uh, this beautiful ring that was all three of our birthstones. Wow. Uh, yeah. I have, to, I have to post it on social media. I haven't posted it yet. And then he got a, a canvas print of one of my favorite pictures of me and Sienna. So it was very sweet. Okay. Very sweet. Okay. And I was like, okay, John. Well I done, see John. You. Yes. So I really, I wanted to do a, um, a fun, uh, another fun, uh, happy episode before we ended our season. But I don't think that we can um, go, you know, into another episode without talking about um, the Ahmaud Arbery shooting case, uh-huh. which if, you know, if you haven't been paying attention, it, it kind of, I feel like it has become one of the bigger ones of an unarmed black man recently i think finally people are like oh this is a problem like as weird as that sounds for some reason i feel like this one hit a lot of people because there really was no question in regards to what happened so just to give a little backstory of what happened um amada arbery he's 25 year old man he lived in uh, the Brunswick, Georgia area, a uh, really small town. I don't, not much sure how far it is from like Atlanta, the major city, but basically he was going for jog in a neighborhood and, uh-huh. um, these two white men, they're a, a father and son. They basically pull up on him in a pickup truck, get out of the truck with shotguns and they shoot him. Uh-huh. And this happened, um, February 23rd, I believe. And it just started going viral last week. Don't ask me why it took this long, because I hadn't even heard about it. I didn't know anything about this case. The video surfaced, and obviously I was furious. But um, it really it made waves all across social media, and finally 
these two men were charged. Now, that's the backstory. There's so much that we need to get into. So much. <laughs> yes. So first and foremost, why did it take two months for them to be arrested? That's that's the first thing I had to ask. When I first <laughs> saw it, like everyone who saw it, I'm like, you know, and to kind of backtrack, I think one of the reasons why this hits is hitting so hard is if we just had a break. Like, it was just a break of not seeing this because yeah. it was a time where we're seeing it every other yeah. week. There was just another uh, dramatic shooting or arrest or something that was just, you know, it just kept pounding. I remember saying this in one of our um, episodes that I think we're getting numb because we're mm-hmm. just seeing it so much. Absolutely. So now with all the other, you know, pandemic talk and everything else going on, and then it, these, even the Kobe Bryant tragedy before that, it was mm-hmm. just, we hadn't seen anything like this for a while, and it's just... Bam. And yeah, it's just completely blatant, unadulterated, nothing wrong here. Not like he's resisting arrest. Not like anything you could kind of say, well, maybe if he's right. nothing. The good dude is jogging. There's and just no question. It was straight up murder. Straight up murder. And so, yeah, why this? Then I didn't know it was, this was two months ago. I didn't either. And when I saw that, I was floored. I was like, so you mean to tell me that they murdered somebody and then they just went home to their families? Yeah. Just went home. And then, and then, like, the whole story about how this got, you know, uh, they didn't want to prosecute the guys, and then this district attorney here is moving off, and, it, you know, like, all this stuff is happening in these back channels to kind of keep this down. No one's talking about it. And I'm like, huh? Like, y'all all okay with this? Like, right. I, like, I understand, I understand, I'll be completely honest, that a lot of white folks don't like black people. I'm not new to that. That right. happens. Right, right, okay. right. But all of y'all, like all of y'all who saw this and knew this one, not one of y'all thought to say, yo, we need to do something. Well, I guess actually someone did. That's why this all came out. So eventually yeah. someone did say something, but it took two months. Two months. I mean, and I think that I have so I just have so many questions when it comes to this case because it's just so bizarre to me. So one, there was the person that was filming the video. How did the video get out? That's what I want to know. Like... If you were with, because apparently this guy that took the video was also an accomplice and uh-huh. friends with the, the father and son. So how did the video get released? Like, why did you, did you come forward? Like what, how did it get to go viral on social yeah, media? That's what I, I want I, to know. I always ask that. And I know you always get on me about my, my critical thinking, <laughs> but that's the thing I always ask about certain things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people watch the video and they get, you know, it's visceral and they get emotional. And I'm like, wait who's filming this like right. every single time i'm like yeah if it's a cop shooting if it's someone i'm like okay wait, someone's filming this yeah and how did they get this out like who who gave you like, like no one's asking that question like, i get what happened is you know tragic but i'm like someone was videotaping this right i remember saying this on someone's post where i first saw it i said that person either just happened to run up on this and was like oh this is crazy or was following them. Right. So now it comes to find out it was this uh, William Bryan who mm-hmm. happened to be with these two of the dudes. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, he's an accomplice. For sure. Absolutely. Especially if you sat on the video for this long, you were with them, you saw them murder him, and then you did nothing about it. You're 100% an accomplice. Like, let's say that you thought, hey, because apparently the whole situation was that they thought that Ahmad fit the description of someone who had um, committed some burglaries in the neighborhood back in January. Uh So they followed him, they say to question him and possibly make a citizen's arrest. Of course, I'm going to get into white people thinking that they have power in every situation in a second. But um, uh, so let's let's say that that's all true, right? 
if you thought you were going to just confront somebody and had no idea that they actually were just going to end up murdering them, you absolutely should have left the scene and been like, yo, this isn't what I signed up for. This is not Uh what I thought we were doing. If we thought he was a burglar, we were going to confront him. That's one thing. But you guys straight up murdered him. But no, you didn't do that. You sat on the video for two months and now you're going to be in even more trouble because you're, you're part of the crime. You're an accessory to murder. Yes. So that got me thinking, mm-hmm. like, okay, if, like, again, how did this get out? So, like, evidently this, uh, this local radio station was given the video and then they released it. So to me, it seems like, okay, Brian, William, I guess his nickname is Roddy. Uh, that's not Southern at all. Roddy. <laughs> uh gave this to someone who gave it to this local uh, radio station to drop, you know, drop it off so people could see it, to get himself off. It, there's no other reason for him to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, let's put it on them. Let's get the you know the public to get upset and we'll create this whole fervor and then we'll get these two guys uh, arrested. But that somehow or another gives me some kind of immunity. There's no other reason why he would have done that. Right. Like if, I, if I have this video and I'm the one that's following this cat, why would I give that to anyone? other than to protect myself. True. That's actually a very good point. So that makes me wonder if that's what's going to happen with him. It, yeah. It has I didn't hear to his be. name at all. I, even CNN, a lot of other websites and articles that I read before, before this said that no one knew this guy's name. His name had never been mentioned. Right. And then did, this recent, I did some more research before we got on, and I saw his name being mentioned. I'm like, okay, right. there's right. something to that. He's only talking about the McMichael father and brother. So I, right. I do think that there is a... This is, see, this is the critical thinking that makes sense, though, Carmel. <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> that, telling you, what I do. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, he, he could have got an immunity deal, 100%. Sure. I could completely see that. And we know that that happens. I mean, that happens often, especially in criminal justice, um, criminal cases specifically. Um, but just looking at the timelines, I found a, a New York Times.com article that has the entire timeline of the whole situation. And apparently two of the prosecutors recused themselves from this case. Uh-huh. before it even became public. And then uh-huh. one pros- the second prosecutor actually didn't even find a reason to charge, and then he recused himself. So I'm like, what? what is going on in this situation? It just it doesn't make sense. And it wasn't until, people have to remember this, it wasn't until this was not social media that this got any attention and that these two men got arrested. And this yeah. is that's the power of social media, and that I think is a positive thing because in general with the Black Lives Matter movement and a lot of these situations, none of us would ever know that they were happening. Ever. Yeah. No, yeah. No, we never would have seen this. We never would have known, and we'd just gone on, you know, business as usual. So to me, the, I agree. This is where it's useful. The thing is, like, why did it, you know go, going back to the whole reason why this came out that's what always makes me wonder when stuff gets released like oftentimes we see like um body cameras from yeah. the cops which that, that has wrong. to go public so we do it I has know, to go yeah, public right? right so this was not this Mm-mm. was my this own dude's camera and i always wonder like in any video i see why do they just show this 33 seconds of something or you know 47 seconds? i guarantee you this person was videotaping long before this happened Where's all that at? Yeah, and that and makes I'm pretty me pretty sure yeah. that's incriminating. I'm pretty sure it's going to have this cat and them talking and going up, setting up. Just like, wait, they just all of a sudden decide to go home, get some guns, get three trucks, and this guy just happened to. He's been, he was hunted. 
They 100%. knew where he was. They knew what was going to happen. This yeah. was all a setup. Yeah. That's why the dude's video just starts right when they start shooting. Exactly, because you know that there's going to be prior conversations of them having, like, oh, let's go out and see, you know. It's like you said, he was hunted. Because you know that there's conversations on the video that show that they were just planning to do this. Of course. And it could have been any black person. It could have been, he just happened to be the unfortunate, unlucky brother that was running through the neighborhood during that time. Now, you there's know. some talk of that there was, like, prior... Uh, altercation between him and I guess one of the uh, the younger son Travis or something like that. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> so like I guess he or state someone had prosecuted some there was some kind of case where he and one of them was, was involved in. And this is one thing I don't like that the news does. And some I've saw this in some articles. I guess um, Ahmad had some kind of like background with a gun charge, something that was dropped. So they kind of used that. So yeah, he had a criminal background. No, he didn't. Someone tried to get him on something else. Mm-hmm. and they didn't. So I almost feel like this was like a revenge. This was like, okay, you got away on that one, but I'm going to show you we're going to get you on this. And then right. this dude ran, I guess he ran through some houses, came out the back way, which back in that area, that's that's just the normal. You know, it's just, there's no regular roads in, in Brunswick. It's got 15,000 people in the mm-hmm. whole, in the whole uh, town. So I'm pretty sure there's a lot of back roads. Even the street that you see, he's running down. looks straight out of Ozark. <laughs> so it's just, it's just some random road. Right, right. And there's two trucks there, and it looks crowded with those three trucks. So they know these guys know it's probably where he runs on a regular basis. Right. And they catch him and then just execute the guy. So your critical thinking mind, do you think that this they targeted him because of whatever the previous situation was? That makes sense because, like, why would you – I mean, yeah, you could just go find a black guy to shoot if that's your thing. But – if there's some kind of precedent or history with you and this guy, then it all makes sense. And then I, this guy, I guess the dad, uh, was a police officer for seven years mm-hmm. and then worked as an investigator for this same department. So he also knew about it. Yeah. That's why those two people recused themselves. Like, oh, shoot, these dudes went out and actually <laughs> executed this guy that we were trying to pin this case on before. So then it all starts coming together. Like, okay, you all had a plan, and these other people just dropped out. Like, oh, these cats is crazy. They went through and, and did, you know, more than we had asked them to do. We just want to pin this guy for and right. put him in jail for a few years. They went out and just killed him. You know, and so going back to my original statement that I made about you know white people always getting involved and thinking they have authority with situations, I do find it. I mean, we've we've seen that you know in the last year. You know, we we make up hashtags. You know, barbecue Becky and like you know pool patty or whatever. But like. But let's 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 talk about this for a second because there is a serious issue with authority, <laughs> with them yeah. thinking that if something something's out of line, that they have the right to tell you you can't do something, to tell you that this isn't okay. Rather than you know, if you want to be a tattletale, fine. You know, if you think something's uh-huh. not happening, like if you want to call, you know, a store manager or call the authorities, if like, let's say somebody's not wearing a mask when it's been told, said that we all need to wear masks. Right. For example, if you want to do that, fine. But if you think that you have the right to go up to somebody and like maybe assault them because they're not wearing a mask, that's not OK. So for these guys thinking, oh, this guy looks like, you know, somebody that's been doing the, the did the burglaries the month before. Why do you think that you are in a position to go and deal with it? Call the cops. Just call the cops. And I hate saying that because obviously I don't want the cops to be called on black people just based on speculation. But that's their job, quote unquote. It is, it is not your job as a regular citizen to take that into your hands because this is what ends up happening. 
you know? I mean, yeah, that's what happened with cops, it, too, but I just don't know why they, they thought that they had the right to do that. Well, it's it's I guess it's also consistent with, with the South. And, true, you know, true. With Zimmerman and that being mm-hmm. in, in Florida, right, and uh, Trayvon. So now we're in Georgia having this issue. And I think this will also probably raise a lot of people up talking about, you know, gun laws. And the Second Amendment, you know, where a well-regulated, a well-regulated militia is, you know, necessary to secure a free state. So mm-hmm. that's what these guys are going to jump on. Well, you know, I have my right to protect my town, protect my city, yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, it, that's not what this is. You know, you're going out executing people just because, oh, they don't look like you. Right. This is this is not protecting your city or your state. This is not protecting your family. No one was being attacked. Because like, I get all that. I get you to protect yourself. And it's yourself. all based on assumption as well. Like pure assumption. Yeah, it's and which is the the biggest thing that you shouldn't do. You shouldn't make any kind of assumption because it's just going to put you in this type of situation. But see, and this one again, I, I that's why I, I'm like, is it really assumption because there's a history here? Yeah. So there's something else going on because like, I do yeah, want to know more about any that. black man, but like, you have to believe that they thought, okay, we can get away with this, and they probably were. Because they did for two, two months. months. Right. If it was two months. And the people who are connected to it were dropping off like they don't want to deal with it. Like something must have been happening, like I said, with William Bryan to make him go, okay, look, give me immunity. I'll leak this out. They won't know it's me. We'll give it to this radio station. Y'all do it. But I want to be on immunity. Right. That has to be going on here because, like, why would you pick this guy? Like, why now? Why is this happening? So I have another question because, I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time in the South. I've definitely gone down there. I've done some shows down there, but, like, in the more, you know, liberal areas. But... I, I was talking to John about this, and I, I guess, again, I don't know if this would be part of the culture, because I know it was, like, back in our parents' time, like, in the 50s and uh-huh. 60s, to brag whenever you did assault or, 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 you know, get a black guy. Like, do you, could you see that being the situation where maybe they just got in trouble because they were, you know, you know, they thought their shit didn't stink, because they were like, oh, hey, we got this black guy. Look at this video. You think that there's a level of, like bragging that wasn't that's not that's not impossible too i mean you remember we talked about the kid who burned down the church way mm-hmm. back when yeah that what if that was a rite of passage what yeah. if it was something he had to do to get in the clan or, or you know whatever i i don't put that past that either yeah i mean and because what's going to happen is if if the sentencing is not just that's exactly what it is so hey you guys do the thing you gotta you gotta put some money in your accounts then you do five years you get out and you, you'll be a rich man right that's not impossible because there's precedent. It's yeah. happened so many times. We've seen yeah. this time and time again where these people do stuff. They go away for a little bit and they get out. And then, I mean, not to say, we, you know, we see movies where that's, you know, being portrayed. Because most of those movies are based on true stories. Right. So we know this happens. So mm-hmm. that's another possibility. All of it just points to the whole issue with this whole country. Is it's, it's, it, There's so much racism that's so deeply embedded into the fabric of this country that when people see it they're so shocked we're like yo we've been telling you this like this is not news to us and it's not going to go How away it... because it keeps trickling down because you know that the father got it from the grandfather the grandfather got it from his father and and he and you know and then the father who and the son he gave it to the son so it's just going to keep happening and if that son has kids it's going to keep passing down it's it's literally a part of some pretty people's family trees and in their dna to just think this way about people of color and it's, it's this... not going to go anyway and away anytime soon this is 100 percent a father and son hunting trip yeah yeah and that that's i know that sounds morbid to say but that's what's happening yeah. i'm pretty sure this is not again this is the one we've seen this is the one that made the news this is right. the one that actually came out this is happening a lot that it's we happening don't know right about. now 
It's happening right now as we speak. Yeah. I guarantee right it. Right now. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you. I mean, you just think about it, like, especially during our parents' time, how many times this must have happened. They didn't have phones. They had no social media. You know, they had newspapers, but they aren't going to print like, oh, a black person was lynched or murdered or killed. They didn't give a shit, you know? So I, now that we have phones and now that we have uh, people kind of on the ready with being able to film and with social media and posting, of course, we're, we're hearing about this all the time. And people, like you said, will continuously be shocked, but we're like, we were telling you this from the beginning. This has not ended. And people act like the 60s were like 500 years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this was not... What's funny is someone was talking about the song Strange Fruit mm-hmm, by Billie Holiday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you know what that's about? And they're like, no. I'm like, lynching. Taking people from trees. Yeah, the strange like, fruit what? is black people. Yeah. Right, and they're freaking out. I'm like, yeah, that was... I mean, she recorded that in like 1940s and mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But then people are starting hearing about now because the movies... This was not long ago. There's people who are alive that heard that song. Right. So I'm like, this stuff is, is not... The, yeah, because I think people feel like this is so archaic and it's medieval. I'm like, no. <laughs> this was just 50, 60 years ago. And I evidently, still today, 2020, still happening. I will say at least 2020 in general is consistent because this year has been something else. <laughs> and it's only me. So, people were so excited about 2020. They were hot. They were ready. And it just, it's been well, month after like, month. I, I would say 2019 is kind of, you know, went downhill a little bit towards the end. We're like, okay, 2020, like, it's 2020. It's going to be a good year. And then it's just like, yeah, right. Everything happened. I mean, you know, what happened in the beginning of this year? I mean, I would say even since like from like when Kobe died on, it's just been nonstop. I mean, and even this weekend, like we lost Andre Harrell, we lost Little Richard, and then we lost Uh Betty Wright. Like black music is taking a hit right now. (laughs) Somebody find Stevie Wonder, please. And and just, Oh my God, don't say that. Yeah. We need, we need to, we need to put in quarantine really for seriously, Stevie Wonder, Morgan Freeman, and Cicely Tyson. Those three need to be protected at all costs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Ah, man, when you you say it like that, it's, it's it's funny, but it's not. I know. I know. We are losing our greats. We really are. We really are. This has been a tough year. Um, okay. So I want to kind of connect this, uh, this act of, of murder, I'm just going to call it what it is, but also with the pandemic, because I'm curious uh-huh. if you think, because I had this thought that like with masks, for example, we all are now having to wear masks. Do you think that that's going to up the fear of black people? Hmm. Hmm. So, so keep going with that. Like, what do you mean exactly? I, so I, like, kinda... yeah, so we're all wearing masks, you know, there's always, there's already this kind of like, for example, you, I mean, you are not a threatening black man, but to some people you're going to just be a threatening black man because you're a black man, right? Sure. So right. now you're a black man in an elevator wearing a mask. Do you think that that's going to give an extra level of fear to, let's say just a middle-aged white woman that might clutch her uh, purse? Sure. Sure. Was, what's funny is someone posted a meme of some uh, Crips and Bloods wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they, they they look intimidating. But I'm like, that's me. I'm walking out with a mask in the yeah. store. I'm like, I I don't realize that. Because people, I often tell this to people, I don't see my blackness. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking out of my skin. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, and I don't I don't think much about it till I see someone's reaction. And you're like, so oh, then I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right. Dang, I, that's what I look like. So, yeah, I mean, that's... The, that's another thing. I didn't really put that correlation together, but I see it now. If there's 
more racial, you know, tensions going up and pressure going up, and then we're already having to deal with certain things that makes us feel like insular and like I got to protect myself. That's just another layer that's going to be added to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see that being the case. Yeah, it's something I was thinking about the other day, and it started to worry me that it made me fear a little bit. Like, gosh, what if it puts black people actually at more risk? I mean, opposed to the coronavirus, but just like from people like having racial biases already. You know, you could think like, oh, is he protecting himself or is he coming to rob me? It's like, no, I'm trying not to get the Rona. I ain't thinking about you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying, I'm trying to get this virus. I'm not trying to rob you. So, yeah, I, I do wonder how it will change people's perceptions or just make it even worse as far as racial relations well, see, go. Let's, let's look at like, you know, Trayvon wearing a hoodie. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like anybody else wearing a hoodie is not a big deal. Right. right. Now, look at us wearing masks. And a black man wearing a mask, he, we... You know, the media has portrayed us being robbers and thieves already, and typically robbers and thieves wear masks. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now we're having to wear masks and walk outside. I'm like, it's it's crazy to think that, you know, you just said I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to get corona. We were always just trying to do something else when we're getting, like, accused and, like, beaten and killed. I'm like, one guy's just trying to walk. One guy's mm-hmm. trying to sell some, some food in the corner. This dude's just trying to go. We're always just trying to do normal, everyday things that y'all do. Right. But because one of y'all don't like the way we do it, we're dead. Right. Like, what? Right. Now, here's the other side of it, and this is for anybody. Do you think it that there could be um, an up in crime because of the masks? I think, see, you're going you're gonna to bring some other stuff out of me with this whole thing. Because there's, there's so much that's happening Stay because focused on of the question. this stuff. <laughs> That's creating other things that are issues more yeah. so than the issue it started. That's yeah. that's one of my biggest issues with this whole thing is like you're bringing up other stuff that wasn't an issue because you're forcing this on people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think crime's definitely going to go because well, people are just pissed off and tired. So then that makes people want to do stuff that they wouldn't have been doing if you just let people go on to their own thing. True. And I get taking precautions. But, like, you know, I, I talked to someone today about, you know, the whole conspiracy theory versus you know the overblown pandemic issue whatever i'm like where's just rational people i just want people to be in the middle can you just be rational i don't want people yelling at me about conspiracy theories and sending me another video that's crazy i also want people yelling at me people are dying and screaming at me i just want rational thinkers i think there are rational thinkers and like i said that's why i like npr i really enjoy npr because i do think as far as news sources go they are straight down the middle and are just fact-based I really, 100%. Yeah. And, and when you mentioned that, and, and we talked on, on Facebook, I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I'm with that. And, mm-hmm. But the thing is, most people aren't posting that stuff. They're posting something from Fox or another conspiracy video. And I, I will watch and listen to both. Mm-hmm. And I will read and understand both sides and try to figure out, like, why do you think so hard this way? And why mm-hmm. do you think so hard mm-hmm. that way? And typically, it's because people right now are just emotional. So, yeah, I think crime's going to... Well, we know domestic violence in homes is up. You yeah. know, child abuse is up. And that's so long as people get let out... big concern, yeah. You know, and now we have racial issues to add to that. I mean, thanks. Like, <laughs> what else? Like, it's, it doesn't... It doesn't bode well for us coming out of this. It doesn't, but I, th- I feel like... Now that we get a hold of it. I feel like we're doing some sort of a cleanse, honestly. <laughs> like, the mm. whole world is doing a cleanse. Honestly, if you think about it, I mean, it's... Even though it's... This is terrible to say, but I feel like the coronavirus isn't taking the right people. But <laughs> that's another, another, another conversation. Um, God bless you. Yeah. But I do feel like the world is doing a cleanse because even if you look at it from like an environmental standpoint, like pollution in Los Angeles 
was down by 80% because less people were driving. You know what I mean? And like there were pictures in Italy of like dolphins and, 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 and swans and stuff coming into the Venice canals for like the first time. And I don't even know how many years because there was no, nobody was there throwing trash. There were no boats coming in. So there's things like that, that I think beauty is kind of emerging from Uh this situation that we, I hope that once we go back to what our former reality was, that we don't forget and that we don't take for granted those little, those, the things that we learned, you know, I, I, feel like, I feel like I've connected more with a lot of my friends and family now than when I actually had the opportunity to see them face to face, you know? Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think positively. Yes, we are all exhausted. We're all emotional. We're all on the brink of going crazy because, I mean, Drexel posted the other day. He was like, I don't want to see this apartment ever again. He's like, I may move <laughs> after this is over. And I'm like, I get that. Cause like, you know, we just bought a house and I'm already like, these walls are caving in, you know? <laughs> so I get it. But I, I do think that people need to take a step back and, and, and look at the positive. Because like I said, I think feel like the world is doing a cleanse, so to speak, to kind of just get us back on track, to take care of each other, take care of ourselves, take care of the environment. So well, I know yeah. for, like there's, you know, a lot of, even biblically, that talks about, you know, giving the land time to rest, you know, your jubilee and a year. Those things are naturally, and I I was mentioning this to someone else about just not even the Bible, but there's a lot of like spiritual uh, truths from the Bible that have come from ages and ages before that. Just there are natural things we should be doing. One is letting the land rest because it comes back and it's more healthy because of capitalism. We don't do that. So I, I would hope that's the case that we can just see if we pull back some time and, and allow the land to fast in a sense and just to rest uh, people in general, whether it's work, whether whatever, just then our entire ecosystem is just allowed to rest periodically. Mm-hmm. Things will look a lot different. We won't have to struggle and fight in so many different areas because the land will just naturally give us those things uh, that we're looking for. And that's that those thoughts have to permeate our system now and the people who share those have to be the ones who come to the forefront and uh, affect change in our in our government because that's where it's going to happen right right unfortunately i don't know that's going to happen <laughs> because money 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 makes people do other things like i know it's always a conspiracy to talk about depopulation because and someone will say well if you look at our population now it's too much for the people place we have and then if you look around the environment's better and this, they'll use the same thing you just said to support their agenda for basically getting rid of people and I'm like that's not what we need to do we right. just need to chill like yeah. we can just back off of stuff and not be so uh money hungry to let things rest we wouldn't have to actually get rid of people which you know i know you're a fan of bill burr right yes he talks about that all the time Oh, really? He talks about the population issue. That's like one of his shticks in all of his uh, stand-ups. He's always like, I have been bitching about the population issue in this world for like three specials in a row. And he like jokes about it now because he always would say he's so pro like a plague or a pandemic. And then it happened. He was like, ah, I didn't mean it. Like, <laughs> It's actually really funny. Oh, um, wow. He just sourced I, this. Yeah, he kind of did. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I have thoughts about like the population. I, I don't necessarily say it's an issue. I just think that we're not, maybe the right people aren't being bred. 
Yeah. So I mean, you, you hate to say that. Yeah, like, I do hate man. to say that, you know, but I think, you know, if we all take a step back and just do the right thing and do right by each other, it would make a difference. But unfortunately, you do have greedy people. You have people that, you know, don't care or have compassion for others. And so it makes living in general a lot more difficult, <laughs> you know? Yeah, because I remember being in, I remember this in high school. One of my, I think it was my econ teacher or government teachers talked about how everyone's political system of Marxism, socialism, fascism, all these ones we've ever studied or listened to, in and of itself, if you just did it in a vacuum, they would all work. Mm, mm, the problem is people. Interesting. It's just people. Someone gets in there and just jacks it up and convolutes the whole system itself. But if you just did one of those, it's almost like working out. You know, a lot of trainers say, hey, just pick a workout and do it. Mm-hmm. The problem is people just don't do it. Right. They want to eat or they want to do something else. Like you just pick something and do it, you'd be fine. But the problem is people. Right. And it's interesting. This is totally going off a different tangent, but it's keeping on the point of it's people that are the issue. That's how I feel about like religion, for example. You know, I have a lot of friends that have walked away. Like I consider myself a Christian, but I have a lot of friends that have walked away from Christians and from Christianity as a whole and don't believe in God anymore. And I'm like, well, why don't you believe in God? And they're like, well, you know, when I was at church, this person that I was like, but those are people. You know what I mean? Like God never said anything about you. God never said he didn't love you. God never said anything. It's the people that are telling you this. So I completely get it because I think that if people realize, okay, God's not the issue. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, sister Mary over there or, or uh-huh. this, this pastor that was saying this or whatever, people can have their own religion and their own practices and their own spirituality at home. You don't really need a church community to, to have a relationship with God or, or believe in anything. It is 100% people that ruin that experience. I hundred percent agree. I, I just had the same conversation with someone about, um, my kind of leaving of the church. And I said, it was church. It wasn't the Bible. Yeah. It wasn't the, the truths and the things that I learned about. Mm-hmm. Because I said, if I just read the book by myself, like if someone just gave me the book, sat me in a room, and no one taught me church, no one taught me Christianity, if I just learned it on my own, it'd be, it'd be way different. Mm-hmm. But because I went to a church and I had to deal with people, and I had to deal with you know people making a pastor an icon and worshiping him, and he's just a regular dude like me, and then things just trickle down. Like, and yeah, that's what jacks people up. It's not the Bible. Right. And I, I even had the conversation with like, you know, being told it's only one way. I'm like, like, what language does God speak? Right. He speaks all languages, right? You know, well, what religion does he choose? Why wouldn't it be all of them? Right? It's that very nature of saying, no, it's just this way and slam it in someone's head. It's the same thing we have with racism. Yeah. No, we're superior. We're superior. They're inferior. Like a kid doesn't learn and doesn't know that. Right. My babies weren't taught that. Yep. So why is your baby now? Because you taught it to them. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it is people. It's all yeah. It's all trickling down. So before we wrap up, I want to go back to Ahmad Arbery's case real quick, and because I, I want people to realize, yes, we can be excited that they got arrested, but I I wasn't that excited because again, it took two months. But also, we've seen this happen before. Like you brought up George Zimmerman, he was arrested, and then he didn't get convicted. So I. Personally, I don't see how they won't get time and won't get sentenced because the video is clear as day. But I'm curious what how you see this case going. I, to be honest with you, how many other cases have we seen that seem so cut and dry, and not that even if you get a small sentence, but just completely let go? There's only been one actually, and I think I forget the young brother's name that that was murdered. I think it was Jordan, the one that was playing music in his car, and the uh-huh. white man. He was the only one that got put away for life. Yeah, 
it's that's rare. Yeah. It's really weird. Like it, that's yeah. that's the that's the rarity yeah. that that happens. Yeah. So my thought is this. Like again, I'm a, I'm gonna put on my critical thinking uh, half for a second. If it comes out that these two guys are just completely let go, do not be surprised that there's not a huge race riot down in Georgia and the South in general. Yeah. And if that's not something someone wanted to happen, I would be shocked mm-hmm. because we're getting ready to have a we're getting ready to have an election coming up. So it would it would be appropriate to cause some kind of riot happen and just somehow or another create a distraction and just divide us even more so. I would hope they get something that's appropriate to the the crime they committed, but based on pre- on recent history, it's likely that it won't happen. But let me just say, if it's a George Zimmerman thing where he just they just get let go and he gets oh, to, they get to walk away, course. yeah, it's it's going to be really really bad because it is 2020 and I think black people have had it. <laughs> oh no, yeah, we're done. We've seen yeah. too much, and we're not. And it's funny because each video I see of like cops arresting people now, there's one that in New York where cops arresting, okay, again, just standing on the corner, mm-hmm. and you could see people in the video not really backing off like they used to. Oh yeah, like they they're, were, they're they standing were closing up even to yeah. And I'm like, yo, it's gonna get to the point where there's gonna be a bunch of brothers who are armed and ready to go. I'm like, yo, if we see that in our town, we gonna we gonna go to war, and they are gonna go to war. So that might just happen. I would hope it doesn't, but it, it's getting close when people are just like, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm I'm cool. Whatever happens, let's go. I absolutely agree. So we're gonna have to wait and see because you know these cases take forever, and I'm sure they're using the pandemic as an excuse to to not move forward yet. But we will wait and see. But um, Carmel, great great second season. It's Indeed. always always a pleasure to talk with you and disagree with you. <laughs> uh, but we, we we will be back in a couple weeks and we'll start season three off. But you guys stay home, stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. Gotta be good. Bye. Later.